Welcome to Wrestling is Hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard number four wrestling. <laughs> Email questions and complaints <laughs> at wrestling is hard at gmail.com. I'm Jim. You can follow me on Twitter at Lorraine, Jim Lorraine Bar. Brandon is uh, on, oh, he's on assignment in a warehouse. He will <sighs> he'll be missed this week. Good luck, corporate man. Chris, how are you? On assignment, I'm wonderful. I'm not an assignment of corporate hell, so that works for all of us. How was your week? Um, it was a week. I got nothing. Uh, went to the uh, world famous pub in South Jersey. Okay. Yesterday for like a or late lunch, early Pensauken? dinner. Pensacola? Is that Pensacola? Uh, Camden. Camden. I think. Yeah, that's Camden, New Jersey. If you're not familiar with it, it's a restaurant that they just ripped out of 1968 and shoved or kept alive, I should say, in uh, South Jersey. And um, pretty good. Not spectacular. No, it's not spectacular. It's it's a little pricey for what it is. A little little pricey for what it is. It's fun. Uh, Everybody yesterday, you know, and being in the uh, in in the business, I, I didn't give her a hard time, but. You know, the uh, server had a terrible fucking attitude. And uh, but she was also getting no help by probably some manager that's some old bag and just hiding in the back. So I didn't I felt actually pitied her more than was angry with her. Yeah, it's the old Um, uh, short, short staffing thing. A lot of people are like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're like that, too, where you can't get a goddamn day off. But other than that, good meal. Uh, Had a good time. And uh yeah, I mean we 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 did it up. We also went to a uh, went out to dinner on Saturday night, so it was like a big weekend of shoveling food in my face. It was it was a high caloric weekend. Where'd you go uh, Saturday? Did you go to Olive Garden? No, we went uh, close. <laughs> we went <gasps> Maggiano's. to uh, Maggiano's. No, what's the other one? Uh, there was a, there's a lot of them. Italian bistro. Is that still yeah, around? Italian bistro. Remember that? Still it's still around. It's still up there. No, we went to um, Spazzo, an Italian okay. restaurant in Old City, Philadelphia. So that was good. So it was a, uh, like I said, a weekend of caloric calamity. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I went to sushi. It was good. Sagami in uh, Camden. It's called Collingswood, but that's definitely Camden. So. No, Sagami's Collingswood, isn't it? It's on 130 before you get to the uh, train bridge. So it's like one thirty before you get to the train bridge. Oh, I okay. We're talking about another one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that place. Oh no, I do know that place. It's right by my house. Uh, all right, yeah, I'm familiar with the one you were talking about. Mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about one that is technically in Collingswood, Osaka. Uh, I don't know the name of it. There's, I've been there too. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all BYO. It's nice. But I know. I know Sagami. Well, Collingswood is a dry town, but I know um, I know uh, Sagami. I'm familiar with it. I drive past it every day going to work. Mm-hmm. Looks like a. I don't know how to describe it. Looks like a bunker on the outside. Looks like a dump on the side of the road. Yeah, it's got cube, exactly. It's got it cube like. windows. Yeah. I've seen it. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's on the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Worst parking lot in uh, South South Jersey, I think. One of them. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, probably. Yeah. So. Good times. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, I got this, by the way. I'm going to hold it up for listeners at home. You can't hear it, but you can see it. Grab this. At, if you go on YouTube, our YouTube channel, Wrestling is Hard Productions. I got this uh, cool Io Shirai in a really tight gear toy. <laughs> nice. Was that think? a order or was that a found in the wild? This was, uh, I was walking through Target. And I said, let me check it out. Oh, there's Io Shirai. Nobody wants her. I do. 
Yeah, it's you found that in the wild. We uh, mm-hmm. in the collector hunter uh, world call that. I, yeah, I honestly don't like. I don't like ordering. I, I like finding everything like in the it. wild. Unless it's yeah. you know special order shit. Yeah, unless it's like from a company you can't get in a store or mm-hmm. something. You're not gonna be. Yeah, then I'll I'll definitely do that or it's pre-order. But other than that, I'm a big fan of finding it in the wild. Yep. Because you you also get that like that moment of like Ooh. don't really want this. Yeah. Because today I was in Walmart and they had the uh, – so uh, there are two different panthro- panthors for uh, the Masters of the Universe Origins line. Uh, the original panther was flocked. Panthor? Panthor. The, okay. the cat. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Yes. It's basically Purple Battle Cat. So Purple Battle Cat is um, – the original one that came out for the Origins line was just plastic. A new one came out that was flocked. I was in the store today and I saw the flocked one and I had it in my hand and I went, mm, yeah, I don't really care. And I put it back and, and walked away. You know, you have that moment where it's like you're like there was a moment you could st- I stood there and looked at it like, yeah, no, if it was online, I probably be like, yeah, all right, give it to me. And then two weeks later, I've been like, fuck, I just bought this thing. Are the new just ones posable? Up. Yeah, because the old ones, yeah. listeners, yeah. If you don't know, the old ones used to be stationary, just like rare, like, uh, you know, a, a, a ceramic cat statue you would see in like a gaudy furniture store. Yeah, trash. Yeah. <laughs> Battle Cat was a trash toy. I'm sorry. Oh, it, was terrible. It, it was it was in 1983. Yeah. Lots of stuff happened this week in wrestling. You want to talk about? Yeah, let's do it. All right. First, we'll talk about um, Dax Harwood of the uh, FTR guys was on Renee um, Renee Moxley. What are we calling her? She's uh, Renee Paquette. Renee Paquette's podcast. She basically tells he basically tells the story about how he was going through some depression because he didn't like where his career was going. He talked to the wonderful, all-time great, sold his his left eyeball to the devil to get his back fixed. HBK and HBA gives like I went through the same thing. I found my wife. My wife was wonderful. Oh yeah, yeah, my wife is wonderful too. You just gotta gotta deal with this. It's gonna support you, bring you back from the brink. And then the moment he got around his real cool. Dickhead friends from the click that he just started making fun of Dax Harwood. Chris, thoughts on the the wonderful, wonderful man, HBK. So this is the same guy that we watched the documentary of earlier in our little podcast run here. And uh, it was on A&E. And he basically said, well, I was a dickhead, but I found God. So I don't have to say sorry for any of it. Yes. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, I mean, a- a- as I'm starting to see that anybody that's had... Uh, a long-term success and relationship with Vince McMahon is you got to kind of be a piece of shit to be able to endure that crap. You got to be bigger, yeah. bigger piece of shit. Yeah. Bigger piece of shit to where whatever, but yeah, it's gross. He's gross. It's gross. The entire crew's gross. Um, I will say he did say that the only one that wasn't a complete dickhead was Sean Waltman, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like, I hope I run into Sean Waltman later so I can tell him like, right. You know, sure, the yeah. one that everybody, the one that everybody hates is the only one that's not a fucking garbage can. Yeah. You know? Good times. <laughs> yeah. Good dude. Shawn Michaels and his crew. Who was who was the crew that was with him? I'm imagining the click was uh, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Trips. Well, Triple Trips H. was definitely there with his fucking giant nose of fucking Shawn Michaels' ass. Yeah. I think that was, I think that's a, maybe, hey, maybe Flair was there. Like, woo, woo. Whoa, now Flair wasn't invited. Flair's not. Yeah, Flair's Flair's not. He wouldn't be invited. 
So, uh, yeah, so they're still all pieces of shit, especially the world's biggest piece of shit, Scott Hall, still treating people like garbage. Yeah, you think you'd learn your lesson. It's a little bit of humility after all the trials and tribulations that these guys go through. After after showing up on a documentary about Sake Danake, uh in a wheelchair on an airplane, getting pushed in a wheelchair with a fucking hatchet man hockey jersey on, you would be able to show a little fuck. You've hit that low in your life. You'd be able to show a little bit of humility. Fuck, man. Oh, man. So shitty. You got depressed, huh? Pussy. I bet you that's what happened. <sighs> wonderful. Yes, wonderful human beings. Mm-hmm. Do we have anything else negative to talk about? Let's get it all out of the way. I don't know. Um, what else we got? I don't think we do. I think it's all good stuff. Well, we got stuff to make fun of, but it's not negative. That's the big negative thing. Okay, let's talk stardom. Uh, Kyrie Singh, Kyrie Hojo, now known as Kyrie, stylized capital letters, was revealed as the stardom towel lady, which we predicted. Um, in the press conference, uh, Rossi Ogawa says her name before she reveals... <laughs> herself and then she says why'd you reveal me before i was making a big dramatic reveal and she still did the dramatic reveal took all slow took her her hat off her towels off it was all ridiculous but it ends up happening that she's going to have a tag match at uh the two-day core not cork and um kikan show and uh then she's going to have a one-on-one match she gets attacked by odeotai then it comes out that she's going to have a one-on-one match the second day of the uh, Real Goku show with Starlight Kid. Chris, thoughts? I'm really excited about this. I don't really have many thoughts because I don't really, you know, I'm not in, down with the stardom clown. Yes, you are now. But yes, you are. Yeah, no, no, I am. But I'm still like, still uh, the nuance of the of what's going on with the storyline is still hasn't. There's still some gaps in there that I'm going to need filling in. Um, and you know, be able to do that by watching. I, you know, it'll, I'll put the pieces together. But um, yeah, no, I'm really excited about this. I think Kyrie Sane, man, that was a massive, that was a bad fucking move. I mean, I don't know. I guess she wanted to move. She wanted to back to Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, it's another one of those weird, like, well, it's one another one of the Vinceisms where it was bring her up to the main roster, and then all of a sudden. Let's see how racist we can get without actually being racist. I mean, she did you well know? with with the cards she was dealt with the Kabuki Warriors. That was Fantastic! Fun, that I was, loved it. They were a highlight during the pandemic, and well, was that before pandemic? I don't remember. During, I during. think. They were yeah. part of the highlights of the show. She comes Probably out and the, they book her like you know, starting books are like a badass and not like a sidekick in this. And immediately she comes off as a badass. She got beat up by Odeo Tai, and she's like, yeah, I like that. That's good. Let's fight. I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah man. Yeah, I'm excited. This yeah. is going to be fun. It should be good. Uh, she's going up against... I was going to say, she's going up against Starlight Kid in the second match. Which second match, really she's cool. going on one Starlight Kid. Yeah. yeah and then she's, already, really cool. she's already agreed to wrestle Natsupoi after that. So she's got a couple of matches already lined up. So it's not like she's going to be a... She might not do every house show, but she's going to be around. Uh, also, pro- Prominence came in to, uh, and uh, wrestled uh, Donna Del Monde. Uh, it's still not streaming, so I guess we'll talk about it when we get closer to the, actually the pay-per-view. No, not that pay-per-view. There's pay-per-view tonight. But, um, yeah, they um, she goes down, and then uh, there's a big confrontation, and Suzu Suzuki comes out to give Julia a birthday gift, and the birthday gift is a fluorescent light tube. <laughs> she wants to smash over her head. 
Barb Sasaki. <laughs> Barb Sasaki. <laughs> the fucking ref grabs it off her. <laughs> she unwrapped it. Was, was it wrapped as a wrapped tube? Yeah, yeah. It was like, great. didn't even hide it. It wasn't in a box. Nothing. It was like, no, it's just a tube with plastic on it. One of the fun things is that starting it's booked well, but like the little things like keeping secrets, stuff like that. It it's just they're just like it's chaos at times. And that this whole thing was pretty good. I, I fucking enjoyed it. But uh, the match itself is not available. So we'll have to wait. But uh, Reese Sarah rules. So I'm waiting to see that her versus Fury we're going to get. We're going to get a couple people. It should be fun. Are you stoked now? Are you more excited now that Kyrie's there? I think it's a huge fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. And like I said, it gives me somebody to – I'm just getting to know most of the characters, and it gives me something that I are, somebody that I can relate to like right off the bat that I have a uh, – not only do I know who they are, but I'm a fan. So it makes it easier. Yeah. During her press conference, she's like, uh, yeah, I'm in the best condition of my life. And then she takes her friggin' coat off, and she's fucking ripped. It's like, all right, here we go. Let's fucking do this. I have a feeling she's going to Odeo Tai, though. Little spoiler alert. I think she's going heel. I think we're all going to be surprised. It's expecting her to be a good guy. She thinks she's going to be evil. I, either way, I don't I care. It. She's great. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Real quick, we'll glance on this too. The 60th anniversary Cork and Hall show was announced. Cork and Hall's uh, like a mecca of wrestling in Japan. They put out a poster, and uh, it has a bunch of names on it, but the only names that have confirmed are. Night one of their 60th anniversary show will have New Japan and All Japan wrestlers. Now, Chris, I know you don't know anybody from All Japan, and I honestly, I don't expect anyone to know it. All Japan is such a dead product at this point. They have Kento, uh, uh, what's his name? Kento Miyahara? Kento Miyahara. Yeah, that's their like, big guy. They really don't. Yeah, have, they don't have anybody. Have, have they been around the entire time? Did they disappear yeah. and come back? So they've been around since I watched it when Stan Hansen was in there. Right. And all those guys like left with Masawa. The entire roster left when he went and created Noah. And uh, I'm trying to think of the other guys that are involved. There's a uh, fuck one word name dude with blonde and black hair. I don't know. It's a bunch of random dudes. I mean, they're good wrestlers. It's just that who watches it? They're real old now at this point. Which should be fun. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> New Japan Pro Wrestling for their 50th anniversary announced a 48-person New Japan Cup. Now, Chris? Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to hear this. All right, here we go. Did you did you get a look at this? Because if not, I'm just going to... All right, here we go. I'm no, gonna... I, yeah, I, you told me, and I figured maybe we'd just run through what we can run through. Now, I'm go. I'll go through the matchups, and every single matchup has someone they face in a bye in the second round. So you got two guys facing each other, and then they face the winner faces someone in a bye. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going to go through the right, Go ahead. Kazuchika Okada versus El Desperado. Sounds good, right? Exciting. Mm-hmm. Winner faces Master Wado. Chris, are you Oh, God. Make it back. No, move on. <laughs> Next matchup. Toriyano versus Taichi. Winner faces Hiroshi Tenzan. Oh, my God. Nuji Good <laughs> Yuji Nagata versus Hiroki Goto. Should be hard hitting. The winner faces Dick Togo. Stunned. Keep going. Sima, who uh, is the Gleet guy. Gleek. Gleet. Gleet. Yeah. He's facing Taka Michinoku. 
who they scraped the mothballs off of about about two months ago, brought him in. Winner faces uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Okay, that should be a good match. Whoever faces Kanemaru should be good. It'll be Sima. Hiroshi Tanahashi faces Yo. The winner faces Bad Luck Fale. Oh, my. Yep. Talks Fale. They're flying him over for this. Tetsuya Naito is facing against Yujiro Takahashi, with the winner facing Gato. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? We're not done. We're, we're still in the we're still in the first half. Togi Makabe versus Jeff Cobb. Winner faces Satoshi Kojima. Tamayoki Hanma, of course, versus Yo- uh, Yoshihashi. The face the winner faces Young Lion Kosei Fujita. All right, so let's just. Let's stop there for now. Um, this is obviously randomized, right? Except for the first match. It has to be. It's like they hit random. Yeah. Not a single... Go- I'm looking random. through this list. Here's the bye, guys. Forget about the matchups. Kota Ibushi's back. That's big news. He's fa- facing the great Okarni. Here's your bye, dudes. Taiji Ishimori. Doki. Sonata. El Fantasmo. Tonga Loa. Tiger Mask. Tamatanga. And Minoru Suzuki. There you go, Chris. So, Thoughts? Are you excited on this? <laughs> I, everybody, everybody you name that has a buy, other than Minoru Suzuki, mm-hmm. and to a much lesser extent, and I may be missing somebody, but to a much, much lesser extent, Connie Morrow, at least a fleshed out character and he can work, is a fucking bum. Well, oh, bad luck, Paul. I don't want to, I don't, yeah. You got yeah. Sonata. Hold on, I'll yeah. go through the guys that like, Bad Luck Fale. Bad Luck Fale hasn't wrestled really there in fucking months, so it's like he's a nobody right the now. Year. Yeah. Sonata, El Fantasmo has been on the tours, Tamatanga. But you mean to tell me that um, you don't think Dick Dick Togo gets a, should get a buy? Dick Togo? I The one I think should definitely get a buy is fucking Gato. 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 Wait. Are both of them in there? Yeah, Jato's in here, too. Jado is facing Chase Owens in the first round, and the winner faces oh, Tiger Lord. Mask. Oh, God. Good stuff. Tiger Mask is another one. Yeah. Good stuff. This is good. How the... <laughs> Don't give that fucking Tiger Mask to anybody at this point. I think we're working if you... If... I'm looking at this. You got Kota Bushi on one side as a favorite, I would imagine. Zack Sabre Jr. is on one side. He always wins in tournaments. Will Ospreay. Takagi. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi. That's pretty much on the one side. The other side, we got uh, Jeff. Well, just just based on their booking, Jeff Cobb, uh, Naito, Tanahashi, uh, Hiroki Goto, El Desperado, and Kazuchi Okada. And Master Wado, of course, is going to win this whole thing. Chris, are you excited to watch this? Um, I mean, I don't even know. No, yeah. <laughs> No, I wouldn't say if I'm if I can't figure it out, the excitement is definitely not the word to use to uh, describe how I'm feeling about watching this. They didn't bring any. They're not bringing anybody over from New Japan Strong, the U.S. base. It starts March 2nd. It'll be over at the end of the month. You have a month of this. You can watch. It'll be fun. Mm, Yeah. Good times. Yeah. I don't think I I, I don't. When you said that list, I the buy 
guys, the only and even even Minoru Suzuki, I, I would assume everybody that has a buy is going to lose. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're all going to lose. It seems like it. Minoru Suzuki loses constantly. Yeah. So, like, you know, he's an attraction. He shows up for a match. Everybody. Oh, hey, yeah. Song. And they all get excited. And then he just, you know, slaps some people around and loses. And Wait. everybody's happy. And he goes back to his store. The way the first round is set up, like Okada versus Desperado, and then Master Watts is the uh, next guy. I have a feeling Okada's losing that first match. That'd be crazy. Okada versus Watts. Ooh, we might get Okada versus Tai Chi in the third round. I don't know. I I don't think I'm going to watch a single match from the first round, but I might wait until (laughs) the third round and start watching it when when they start mattering. It's kind of fun because it's, like, different than, you know, March Madness, March Madness. You watch the most fun is the beginning of the tournament. Oh yeah, that first that first weekend is the best part. Yeah, those eight nine games or whatever the fuck they are, that two match the matchup where you don't know who could possibly win. Exactly. And, yeah. There you go. New Japan still got. Oh, by the way, uh, New Japan just Killing had a show it. recently, and um, you'd be surprised to hear that uh, Show and Yo are still feuding. You know, they had another match. Good times. So there you They're go. They're killing it. Their booking it. is. Now you know why we're not covering them anymore. See you after. See you for the New Japan Cup final. <laughs> Jeez. All right. What else we got? Uh, we'll talk about the Kenny Omega interview with Meltzer. Uh, well, let's save that for a minute. Okay. Uh, Jay White uh, was on Impact. He attacked Tomatonga. So there you go. Thoughts, Chris? Jay White attacks Tomatonga. I. I mean, I. I, I yeah, I don't care. I like Jay White, but I mean, I, I really, I, Tomatonga, this, uh, Tomatonga, I think is the only, I, well, I guess Bad Luck Fale's back, right? So he's like, they're the two OGs. And then, uh, um, beer guy, uh, uh, Carl Anderson, he's still floating around somewhere, right? Yeah. He was Jay White. They're with, back. uh, uh, with those, with good uh, brothers. those dudes. But can we just, like finally admit to ourselves that everything involving the bullet club is just essentially just dead. Yeah. I mean, house of torture is a splinter group of the bullet club and they're absolutely awful to watch. They're terrible. And then you have like Jay white attacking Tomatonga for no reason. Tomatonga, who is just, I mean, he's been wrestling the same match since I first watched him. Yeah. To now he's been, Basically in the same exact match from my first experience when he was wrestling singles, and now it's the same tag match every fucking week. So who cares? I, I, you know, I mean, and and really anything that's it's almost like you get relegated to impact. They got right? a lot like of people now. Any, anybody? Yeah. It's like New Japan Light over there. Yeah, you know, I mean, but are they drawing anything? I don't know. I have no idea. You know, I mean, I I know. I saw a bunch of videos over this, like this past weekend that um, Matt Cardona wrestled uh, Jordan Grace for the multimedia championship. Yeah. Look, like, like Matt Cardona, you know, I'm never, not a huge fan of his, but it's not that because he's bad. I just don't care. Right. But he, he can be in good matches. It's not like his matches stink. He can wrestle. He's a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler. And he's a good personality. And Jordan Grace, I, I think, as far as like, you know, low key is one of the most like probably one of the most exciting. I don't want to say exciting, but she's probably one of the most like 
she's one. I'm the most excited for her out of probably any uh, woman right now, other than Kyrie Sane. But I've seen a lot of Kyrie Sane. I guess what I'm saying is like she's got some she's got some like momentum building. Yeah. Right. So like you know, I mean, everybody else we've seen. It's not not saying that she's better than this one or she's better than that one, but we've seen it all. And we've seen it all a lot, and especially when you're talking about you know wrestling promotions that are basically just doing uh, doing uh, you know reruns every week. So we're seeing the same matches or variations thereof. It, it, you know she's got some she's got some momentum behind her. Yep. She definitely doesn't look like anybody else. She's a fucking tank. She can work. So that that I was watching some of that. I found that to be exciting. But I, who cares about anything else that happens on Impact? I mean that is just such a fucking dud, man. 25 years old, Jordan Grace. She's five foot one, 150 pounds. And she's a fucking beast. I thought she was from Pennsylvania. She's from St. Louis, Missouri, according to Cage Match. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, she's fun to watch, but besides that. Who cares? Yeah, who watches Impact? I bet, I mean, it has to, them doing these storylines on Impact New Japan doing storylines on Impact has to be because of New Japan coming to AXS directly after Impact in the next two weeks. Yeah, it's like two weeks Not from this now. Week. I, it I makes, think it's two weeks. Might as well tie it together. One hundred percent. Yeah. Have you been able to? Have you watched it on AXS? Uh, are you talking about Impact New Japan? New Japan, no. But I mean, they're not on now, right? Are they still running? They are. They're playing reruns. Yeah, no, I haven't watched it. I mean, they, I, I mean, we used to watch it a while back. Um, but I yeah, mean, I'll, when I'll it was on like Friday or Saturday nights, it was great. Yeah, I'll probably check it out. I, I don't know what day of the week they're running. Thursday, maybe Thursday, Tuesday or Thursday. Th- uh, they're both on Thursday, so Impact's on at nine o'clock, and New Japan's going to be on at ten. Well, so I'll never see them because I work Thursday nights. But, um, the one thing about Impact or 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 uh. Access TV that they do, they just they run Impact on Thursdays all day. Like it's on from early in the morning all the way up until the the, the newest episode airs at night. But they run like pay per views and spotlight shows and all kinds of shit. Like they run it all day long. When they used to do it on Tuesday, that's what I would have. I would watch while we were getting ready for the podcast because mm-hmm. they'd have like you know whatever Bound for Glory two from nineteen. 19- fucking or 2002 whatever you know what i mean so they run it all day long and they run a lot of the old shit especially if guys that are being featured in that program are big in uh wwe a lot of aj styles right you know so i don't know but their product is uh the writing and the and the production value of 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 impact is fucking atrocious i um so i'm i'm working cage match into our podcast now into the episodes Going to cage match for reference. It's our big. Re- it's going to be our big reference tools th- these days. Okay. But very interesting. Uh, I mean, I know this, but for listeners on cage match, they people can rate your wrestler, basically one through ten. She got generally, I mean, her overall rating is seven point seven six. She's got a lot of nine, eight, you know, overall rating. Someone voted a zero. Here we go. This is Cass. Oh, yeah, let's hear this. 12-11 of 2021. 0.00. Revised rating dropping to a zero. She's fine as a wrestler, I guess. Whatever the opposite of Brody Lee and Larry Sweeney might be, 
people that adored not just their own fans, but wrestling fans generally doesn't come close to adequately describing Trisha Parker. What does that mean? What? I'll try it again. Let me do the back end. Yeah, please do. Whatever the opposite of Brody Lee or Larry Sweeney might be, people that adored not just their own fans, but wrestling fans in general, doesn't even come close to adequately describing Trisha Parker. Trisha Parker being <laughs> Jordan Grace. Okay. All right. No. So. Yeah, translate that for me, please. Let, okay. So I think what he's saying is, is that um, Brody Lee and Arthur Fonzarelli or whatever the fuck the other guy's name Larry was. Who I don't know who that Larry is. Larry Sweeney. I don't know who that is. Did he did he run for like union rep in Philadelphia <laughs> at some point? He he um, they love and appreciate their fans. And I'm going to I don't even remember what her real name is. And it's none of my fucking business because I don't Parker. care. Uh, Trisha Parker does not care for her fans. So here we go. Okay. Um, Guess Jordan Grace. Yeah, let's play this. Let's play. Let's play. Uh, what happened that upset this guy? Go ahead. OK, so I'm going to do it because I, and I'm going to do this off of evidence that was given to the general public by her. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put the pieces together. This isn't conjecture. Uh, Jordan Grace has a OnlyFans account where she works out in a bikini. Mm-hmm. That's, I guess, her OnlyFans account because um, somebody I know, not me, uh, did a little investigation. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't me. It was somebody else. Oh, could have been you. It was no. uh, it was whatever my name is spelled backwards. Okay. So anyway, she posts quite often. When people try to scam her mm. or when people, you know, your problem is we should get more feet pics. There's a lot of that stuff, <laughs> you know, and a lot like and, and when you go, when you hit the link for her, it's called Barbells and Bikinis. When you hit the link, right, because I thought it was I'm going a store. There. I'm initially. going right now. Should I should I yeah. put on my should I, be, should I be incognito for this? No, no, not at all. It's, it just goes to the homepage for only our OnlyFans homepage. I believe in the description it says in capital letters, no nudes. It says it. Um, so. Oh, it's Instagram. No. I'm sure that. Yeah, who gives a shit? I'm fairly certain that this is somebody who expected a lot more than what they got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they, she don't like her fans. I wanted to sniff her toes, and she wouldn't let me. Barbells X bikinis. Here we are. Yes. 25 bucks a month. I can bundle it. And for 67 47 I can get three months. Oh, wow. Okay. That's $24.99 too expensive. Nice. <laughs> uh, say hi to your muscle, Mommy. That's the first thing it says there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me. Uh, it wants to. Should I uh, allow them to drop cookies on my computer? I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> there you go. I think you got it right. I don't even have to guess. I was gonna say like somebody yeah. went up to her in an airport, but she works for Impact. They don't fly them anywhere. No, and I, I, I'm willing to bet that's probably what it is. And um, you know, if you're gonna use OnlyFans um, to make some extra cash, um, you sh- that does not mean that you should should be subjected to people treating you like shit that's right right that doesn't give you the right that's like saying sex works real work 
Exactly. If you wear, um, you know, if a woman wears uh, tight fitting clothing or something that you find very attractive, that doesn't give you the right to slap her ass. That's not, you know, uh, what's the line that I love? And I'm just I'm forgetting, uh, uh, you know, well, I mean, it's your own fault. No, <laughs> that doesn't work that way. No, no, no. But I'm willing to bet that that's what happened with that guy. Excellent. Jordan Grace, 25 years old, 11 years of experience. Come to start him. Make, making that money. Go to start him. Yeah, go Kill to start it. him for a tour. Kill it. Be a Kill it. Quick. All right. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Okay, Kenny Omega did an interview with Meltzy. Basically coming down to uh, the only thing that stood out was that he said Cody Rhodes kind of had a different vision. Cody Rhodes really wanted to go after Vince, and the other guys didn't. They had different ideas of what they wanted AEW to be. And um, there you go. Rumors are that Cody was he wanted more book his booking control and they didn't want to give it back to him. Meaning Tony Khan. That's why he left. Thoughts? I mean, you know, first of all, um, no reason you you can exist in 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 that plane and not have to. There you, there doesn't have to be animosity. Right. You can have two business. They can't cut. They don't have to cut each other's throats because they do the same thing. So that's just silly. Uh, number two, we've learned from the past that if you are a wrestling company and you go up against Vince and your and your plan is to take him out, you're going to fucking lose. Right. There's there's, you know, whether his vision is what you perceive as the right way that you're supposed to do wrestling doesn't matter. He's going to fucking massacre you. Um. So, I mean. You know, just the simple fact that we talked about this a while back when they were, you know, oh, we did better numbers than that half hour of SmackDown when they overlapped. And then you realized, yeah, you did better numbers because they were relegated to FS1 because of the World Series. And that's a cable network that not everybody gets. Right. That's not part of the basic package. So, you know, I mean, you're never going to beat them. So that right there should have been the that may have been like the. You know, this dude's just, you know, this isn't the vision. The vision is to do wrestling the way we want to do it, not fuck everybody. Let's just take this guy out. Maybe that was Cody's, uh, you know, maybe that's the way he felt. I mean, obviously, we're never going to know for sure. No, we'll never know. Yeah. Or as corny as everything is, we'll we'll find out everybody's story and it'll all be different. Mm-hmm. But if Kenny Omega is to be believed, um, there's absolutely no animosity. This was kind of a... His vision for the company was different than the Bucks and Melzi's, or not Melzi. Melzi's got no vision for the company. Uh, Kenny Omega's vision. So, you know, parting of the ways. And like I said last week, he could always come back in a couple of years, make some money off Vince, and come back if that's what he's going to do. Are you stoked to go watch uh, Cody on uh, Raw? Did you watch Raw this week, hoping to watch Cody? Because I saw on Twitter some no. people sat through three hours of Raw and Cody didn't show up. No. No, I uh, didn't hear anyone do that to themselves. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, First of all, Cody, um, not really that exciting at any point in his career. So that's not somebody I I would uh, suffer through three hours of television to uh, to watch that. I that I wanted that he's nobody to be like, I need to see this when it happens. He's not you CM know, Punk I'll see it tomorrow. Chicago. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that was yeah. on CTV. And I believe that was when I was homesick and I woke up just to watch him show up in Chicago because we knew he was going to show up. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Like that was must see TV. And I made it through that episode. It was also a fucking hour and it happened at the beginning. So, you know, I think I may have turned the TV off or changed the channel to something a little bit more quiet right after the CM Punk thing took place. So, and you know, this dude, he's not CM Punk. I mean, no, come on. Not. He may think he, he never is, was, but he's not. <laughs> he's not. And the show must go on. And it did. AW Dynamite. There we go. Let's dive in. I um I'm gonna make a vow to you, to Brandon, who died, to be resurrected next week, hopefully. Um I'm gonna start watching the show later in the week. I tend to watch it right away or watch it in a, a kind of mindset where I'm not coherent. Because I'm like, let me bang this out real quick. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I'm on my phone now, looking at boobs. Got all my OnlyFans. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, fill in anything you can because I don't remember anything. Uh, CM Punk promo. So CM Punk comes out. He does his... Oh, excuse me, I just had a security alert. I'm sure it's going to come across the podcast. I'm sorry. Uh, he sits cross-legged in the ring. He does his whole MJF thing. MJF comes out. And he pulls out this picture of MJF getting his getting something signed, probably the photo signed. <laughs> and MJF looks like such a little creep. <laughs> it's so good. I thought this was great. Chris, thoughts? I thought this promo was fucking brilliant. I think the uh, I think the um, you forget how good CM Punk is on the mic. Um, and uh, yeah, I love the way this worked out. I love the way how. He came out to argue, uh, him being MJF, he came out to argue and had nothing to fucking say. Uh, I also, in the beginning of the show, I was excited, and I still am, but I was excited um, that they're going to do this match as a dog collar match. Um, this CM Punk, there are very few people, I think there are very few people in professional wrestling today that can pull off the uh, severity of that match. There are only three people in AEW that I think can do it and really get it over as to how dangerous it should be without it getting too gimmicky. And one of them is lower on on, on that scale because he would end up making it too gimmicky. And that's CM Punk, Brian Danielson, and to a lesser extent, only because that's his thing and it's what he does, John Moxley. Yeah. Right. Uh, John Moxley would end up turning it into like just an extreme match, which is that's what John Moxley does. I'm not knocking Moxley, but um. I think that the only two guys on that roster that can get convey that emotion well enough would be CM Punk and Brian Danielson. And that's it. Mm. And I think this is I'm actually really looking forward to this. This is really good. I would have liked it to have been um, have I would have liked to have had MJF maybe seriously just kind of gotten the needle to him a little bit more to where it was. There was a lot more bad blood other than just the one match. Right. You know what I mean? Other than just losing the match in Chicago. Uh, I mean, that was good, but I would have liked to have seen it going on for longer. But these guys blow through shit. Um, and then the other thing is, is that uh, I found out later in the show, I forgot that they had a they already had a dog collar match between Cody Rhodes and uh, Brody Lee. Brody Lee. Mm-hmm. And so it, it almost took a little bit. I was like, oh, it's going to be awesome. Oh, wait, they did it already. And then they're going to be comparing it to Brody Lee. And No way. It's going to be like, way better. I think uh, it's going to be way better. Oh, I, 
yo, this is going to be great. Yeah. But it's just like I'm going to have to listen because every time now I hear Brody Lee, I think of what a fucking shitbag his wife is and how everybody yeah. treated people like shit according to like he died and people were trying to be cool and they were like, yeah, yeah, I don't really know him. She's weird. You man. didn't know him. You didn't even know his fucking name. She always pops up in my Twitter feed like going after like wrestling fans in like a weird way. I don't know, man. I mean, she backstage writing. What's she doing? Uh, who knows, man? Who I knows? I don't know what's going on. But she needs to shut the you know. fuck up. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. You were never in there. Shut up. Who cares? Right. Nobody cares. God. Sorry. We like your husband. R.I.P. We like your husband and kids. I don't know you. I don't know. You're never on TV. Yeah. Get out of here. Uh. So yeah, we're getting dog collar match. I was not stoked about this. I uh, not a big fan of the bull rope dog collar matches. But um, I think they're going to make the best of it. I think it'll be fun. So that's our first matchup announced for the pay-per-view, I believe. That was the first one, yeah. right? Yeah. Can I just add something to it real yeah, quick? Yeah. I think you have the the um, you have the ultimate storyteller in CM Punk versus the one of the better swarmy slimeball heels in wrestling right now. Um. So I think that should that should take that should overcome the fact that they're in this gimmick match. Right. Right. Yeah. Because I'm sure that that this is a CM Punk gets the call as to what we do and how we do it here. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is going to be all yeah. about callbacks to uh, Valentine and Piper, too. So it should be fun. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'd say everybody go out. Didn't we do that? Did we do that match? No, we didn't do that. Yeah, we did. Oh, we did. Yeah, that we match. did. Yeah. yeah, it was one of my first ones. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, go out of your way and check that out if you can. Greg Valentine versus Rowdy Rowdy Piper in a dog collar match because they're going to do a lot of callbacks, trust me. Yeah, I believe it's Starcade 1. Starcade 1, there you go. All right, next, uh, Lee Moriarty versus uh, Brian Danielson. Chris, go ahead. Let me me give a little (laughs) – I forget there's only two of us now. So uh, Danielson, Moriarty, decent match. Uh, Danielson goes to the promo. Moxon comes out. Uh, doesn't say no, but he says, uh, if I'm going to stand next to you, if we're going to stand side by side, uh, we're going to have to bleed together first. Chris Lutz. I mean, we're getting, I would assume, uh, pay-per-views, Mox versus Daniel Bryan. I and some so. sort of uh, ma- massacre and whatever the outcome, I think two of these are going to end up together. Because if they're not, what's the point of doing all this? What's this, what's this uh, pay-per-view called? Revolution coming up? Revolution. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah keep going. Um, and I was on the fence about this pay-per-view. Uh, I no longer have my wicked ways of watching pay-per-views for free. Um, but um, this is worth the gamble for me, and I think I'm probably going to come home and order it. It is not officially announced yet. I got the list in front of me. We'll go over it after the uh, after mm. we talk about the weekly. Yeah, I figured they'll announce it probably next week. What do you think of Lee Moriarty in a big spot? Um, I think I, I would I would like to see a lot more of this. Um. You know, he he. We do complain about the fact that like these guys are are um they're getting a little a little, a little too much on the top on the upper echelon right, guys right, top like of the these card, lower. Right. But this is also a guy you're looking to push. If you're looking to push him, it's a totally different animal. Mm-hmm. And Lee Moriarty, they really are get they're really behind him. So you know, good. I like this match. I like the way it ended. I liked everything about it, and uh, I think they did a really good job. But I think a lot of that has to do with fucking Daniel uh, Brian Danielson. Yep. Right. I mean, yeah. you're in there with a fucking master. Yeah, I think uh, Moriarty looked great. Um, he still looks a little clunky at times, and he looks rushed. Sure. 
that's part of being young, I guess. Young in the business. Yes, exactly. All right, uh, face of the revolution qualifier match: Wardlow versus Max Caster. This went exactly how I said it was going to do. <laughs> Go squash, but Caster got some uh, some offense in. Um, they hit him in the back of the head with a chain, I believe. What did they? Hit I don't him? know what, what was, was that. that. I don't know. I think I may have been chopping vegetables for dinner watching um, this. Sean Spears used his chair. Uh, if I remember correctly, Sean Spears tried to interfere but ended up interfering on accident for the acclaimed. Yes. But this was good. Wardlow looked great, and Caster didn't look bad. He's a fucking shit-eating heel. So go ahead, Chris. Yeah, you, I think you hit the nail on the head. I really enjoy, I, we knew we knew it was going to happen. It's just I would rather him still be beating up baby faces just to kind of camouflage the fact that we're probably going to get a face turn on this. But, you know, still, it's always good to see Caster get beat up. I love it. I think they're doing a great fucking job. Other than his, you know, his 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 uh, indiscretions, I guess, his mistakes in, earlier on last year. Yeah, but he's Was learned. Last year, late last year. But, well, Way no, better. here's the thing, too. Wait, here's the thing, too. Like, when he got when he was saying, like, inappropriate shit during his rap, here's the thing. Also, maybe should have some, somebody should have stepped in and been like, yo, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, Don't did. say this. They did posthumously. <laughs> it's like yeah, I mean, really, like, yeah. like, yeah, they suspended the guy, and and but you know, we don't know. Maybe they told him not to, and he did it anyway. So we don't know. But you know, somebody's but not every idea you have is fucking b- brilliant or appropriate. And maybe he was he thought it was a good idea, and nobody was there to go, yo, not a good idea to go do something else. Maybe so, maybe they gave him I the old, actually like. Maybe they gave yeah. him the old uh, run it by the guy, other guy you're gonna make fun of first before you just start saying it. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah. I like these guys. I love to see them get beat up. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's good. They're good. Good guys get to beat the shit kicked out of them, and they're good enough mm-hmm. in the ring that you can heat them up and make them a a, a tag title contender with no work whatsoever. Yeah. A couple wins yeah. on dark, beat a guy, and then go, hey, we're challenging for the tag titles, and then have exactly. them lose. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you have them lose on Wednesday night, right? Or open the show on Friday and have them lose. That's perfect. Um, all right, I'm going to skip this, I think. Now, Adam Cole uh, comes in during a ha- uh, Hangman Page uh, promo, and then uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly come out. They start attacking Adam Page. The New Order, the Dark Order, <laughs> Blue Monday's New Order came running in, and uh, and number 10 uh, New Order guy just starts beating the shit out of everybody. Um. I had to learn online that apparently it's a joke that he, number 10 men does, does coke and steroids on being the elite or something. Right? Is this the same? Is this the right show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he came in and they beat up all the local talent. <laughs> yeah, the security guards. Yeah, which had made no fucking sense whatsoever. And I was just like, I, I, another, another, I'm in the kitchen with the TV on and I'm chopping vegetables for dinner and I'm watching or doing a promo and I'm watching. And, you know, they beat up, uh, you know, Adam Cole and his buddies beat up Hangman Page. And then the Dark Order, New Order comes out. And then number 10, I look back. I'm like, oh, okay, they're going to clear the ring. And then all of a sudden I see guys flying out of the ring. And I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, why? He's fucking huge. He is. And apparently if you watch a really fucking bad, I'd rather watch three hours of Raw 
to see if Cody Rhodes shows up to watch fucking five minutes of being the elite. Trying to see what he looks like, why they have him in a mask. Is he ugly? Let's see. Preston Vance. Eh, he's whatever. He's not exactly the best looking guy in the world, but. He's a dude, but a face. Yeah, that's exactly what he is. He would fit in perfectly in, you know, uh, as Preston Vance in AEW. Or not AEW. And NXT. Hey, Preston Vance is here. That's a made-up name. So there you go. He's going to face uh, Adam Cole at, on Rampage. You might as well go to that. Um, and then that match happened. There you go. Chris, thoughts? Yeah, that was that was the end of it. A big surprise. Adam Cole beat one of the guys from the New Order. New Order. R.I.P. He's dead. Go back to training. All right. Uh, the inner circle explodes. Implodes. Santana and Ortiz versus Jericho and Jake Hager. Jake Hager, looking oh ripped. Oh my god! Looking fucking ripped, and wearing those rad ass like cat skin fucking trunks. Yeah, I was into this. He, he looked, looked re- great. He was terrifying looking, dude. Yeah. Seriously, skinny ass legs. And like, yeah, but knowing the level at which he competed, he was uh, all American, I think, for Oklahoma. Right. Yeah. Shit. Like, yo, that dude is a fucking legit badass and fucking. Now he's super skinny and yeah. fucking he's terrifying. Thoughts on this match? I was um, shocked that this was good. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, once again, it's uh, it's a faction that should have split up. It was almost a faction that always seemed forced to me in the beginning. Like they wanted a heel faction running the joint. So they gave Jericho the, the option to pick who he wanted to go with, right? Because if you notice, all these guys were on the podcast right before AEW really got rolling. And um, so, I mean, it 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 is what it is. It was a decent tag team match. Um, the most impressive thing, like I said about it, was how fucking ridiculous Jake Hager looked. And, um, you know, we get it. We're going to get Jer- Jericho eats the pin mm-hmm. and we're going to get a, a battle between. Jer- or, oh, oh, no, we're going to get fucking television time next week between Jericho and fucking um, Eddie, Kingston, Eddie Kingston, who was at ringside for for this match. You know, and it's like it, it's it's almost like Jericho knows what he used to be able to do to get gold out of. And that's just weird shit that he would get over during times where he wasn't really doing anything Mm -hmm. like off hours like you know they'd all be in the ring for some match fucking contract signing in wwe and he would say or do or sit a certain way or stand a certain way or wear a certain piece of clothing and get it the fuck over and then all of a sudden be 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 like on top again and now it's almost like he's like, well, I don't really want to wrestle or need to wrestle. Let's just do these sit downs and get togethers and we're all going to talk in the ring. And they're not going the way they used to go. Right. Like he's that that one last two weeks ago when when uh, one of either, either Santana or Ortiz grabbed them by the neck. And it kind of was like, is this is really kind of weird. And <laughs> it looks like, it you real? know, I love that because it, it looked real. Like it did Jericho's, look Jericho's face is like, <laughs> like he was really getting choked. It was it was good. If you've you know, ever attempted, once, if you've ever done the double choke on people when you're mad but you don't really want to hit them, yeah, where everybody's got their hand on each other's throat. And just, yeah. <sighs> no, it was very realistic. Yeah, and that's right. why I think kind of got like, oh, this is real. 
I'm gonna kill you. Good stuff. I actually enjoyed this. I can't believe I'm gonna put over to say that Jericho was good, but Jericho's blogs look fantastic. They look great. And by fantastic, like shit. But yes. let's let's Porcupine Head. Quillman. Uh, He's a uh, Quillman. Porcupine Quill sticking out in front of his head. Yeah. No DQ match. Thunder Rosa versus Mercedes Martinez. Um this is a good match. Um it's the first time I noticed them stalling during I was actually watching picture in picture, which I never do. Oh I was eating yeah. and watching picture in picture, and they set that table up. And you could see the referee stalling them, and Mercedes Martinez keeps talking to the referee while they're just a dash just in on the uh, ring apron, and then okay, then he gives her the okay go, and then then they did the spot through the table, which of course they bounced off of because nobody goes through tables in the women's division ever. Chris, thoughts? This is a good match. Well, first, Jim, for the benefit of our watchers and listeners, could you please explain Shesta Adasha Shesta? Okay, well, Shesta Adasha Shesta is a combination of Cactus Jack. Yes. And Olympic Olympic strongman. No, not Olympic strongman. What do you? What was he called? Multiple Mr. Olympia uh, uh, Lee Haney. Oh yes. Because when yes, we were yes, teenagers, yes, yes. we used to wa- get you know go out on the weekend, drink w- uh, in the woods, and uh, watch Lee Haney's workout on ESPN at like two thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. But he was like an inspiration for us, Lee Haney. When we worked out in our gyms, our friends' gyms or whatever, there would be Lee Haney pictures. I remember yeah. in Fred's garage, Fred was a friend of ours. We would, his Who name looked was like actually, Fred Flintstone. He looked like Fred Flintstone. He's, he's actually, his name was actually John, but he looked like Fred Flintstone, so he's Fred. When you laid down on his his, uh, his bench and you looked up at the ceiling, there was just a cut-out picture of Lee Haney's face. Like, ah! Yeah. But Lee Haney, when he worked out, he goes, yes! Yes, you've got to, Yes! He's do that. So Shista Duchess Shista was a combination of Shess and Cactus E Jack. There you go. There you go. All right. And it's worked you know, until listeners. Lexicon has never left. Yep. And never will. Nope. But anyway, the match is good. And Jamie Hader, uh, they turn on Mercedes Martinez. So that's where we're getting. Go ahead, Chris. Um. Yeah. I, you know. I. I I'm not going to shit on this match, but I will tell you, I've seen this thing. It was fine, but it's at this point, chairs and things being thrown at one another and tables. It's just a yawn. Um, at this point, um, I will say I could have done without fucking Cobra Kai. Dude. Yeah. I, okay. So uh, uh, fuck. Yeah. did I they announce know. him being there? Uh, they did a backstage segment and he was in the backstage segment. Okay. And then he was at ringside. Um, I was kind of like, oh, okay, that's that dude from Karate Kid and the TV show, uh, Cobra Kai, which I don't watch, but it's like, oh, okay, that's cool, but I don't really get why he's there. What's he there for? It's not like they were like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger comes out and goes, come and see my movie, End of Days. He was just kind of out. He's like, yeah, take, you know what to do. Yeah. Was it, maybe he was just in Nashville. That's possible. And they, maybe they were just like, yeah, you want to do this show? We'll give you a couple bucks. And he said, sure. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, was... oh, he came, or, or it's a situation. It's like, you know, I always, we we started watching um, Buffy the Vampire Slider TV show. I didn't make it all the way through, but it, it's a fun enough show. But there's an episode where John Ritter, the actor, the comedic actor from uh, Three's Company, he just suddenly shows up one day and he's a robot. And he's an abusive robot dad. Stepdad. Of course he wouldn't be. He's got to be a stepdad. Right, stepdad. 
But he, um, I always wondered, like, do you think his kids watched the show and he was just like, you know what? Let me, let me see if I can get on this show and not tell them. And they're going to be watching the new season and I'm going to pop up in one of these episodes. I think this is a situation like that, like where he's like, oh, my kids really enjoy AEW. Let me hit them up. They're going to be in Nashville. Maybe they'll put me on the show. <laughs> Maybe. That you know could I mean? be it. Yeah. yeah, sure. Otherwise, I can't think of a single reason why he was on it. No, because they didn't even mention I don't think they mentioned the show. I don't think so either. I don't know. I don't watch the show. I couldn't be bothered with looking at anything with fucking. Uh, what's his name? Whatever his name Tommy is. Tommy Morello. Danny Aiello. No, Danny LaRusso. What's Danny his LaRusso. What's his what's name? His real what's name? his name in Cheech Marin? I don't fucking know. Tommy Chong. Not, I don't fucking know. Hold what on. the fuck is Hold the on. guy's name? No, no, no. Ralph I, Macchio. Ra- Ralph Macchio. I always typed in Double Dragon as the TV show. That's the video game. Well, you know it's funny too because Stern always mentions about how Who's he that? make he talks about Howard Stern. Sorry. Oh, Howard Stern. He he talks about watching that show. <laughs> and he's like, you know, some people watch it. He talk, all he talks about is how bad and unbelievable the karate is. Oh right, well, yeah, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> like the fact that Ralph Macchio is doing karate is fucking completely unbelievable. Karate unbelievable. man, but I I've never seen it, so I can't say shit. Yeah, that's one of those ones. So many people have asked me to watch, or told me. I'm sorry. So many people have told you me have I to have watch. to watch no, that watch. just out of fucking spite. I ain't doing it. Yeah, I've never seen it. Nope. Nope. So we're getting uh, – we'll talk about that anyway. Uh, TNT Championship match. Sammy Guevara versus uh, Darby Allen. This is pretty awesome. Chris Lutz. This match was this match. Yes. But Andrade came out at the – More yeah, importantly. More importantly, the king, the lord, our lord and savior Andrade came out and – Smashed Darby Allen with an iPad. With the iPad that he wouldn't with a sign. Skull on it. Yeah, <laughs> he had a skull on it. He's got his skull mask is on the iPad when he smashes him yeah. in the face with it. So, good match. You know, I mean, they actually like you know worked injuries. I did notice at one point they were talking about how badly he was whacking. Uh, Darby Allen was working uh, Sammy Guevara's knee, and then he immediately did a moonsault off the middle rope. So, oh, dude, there's no. That. How about this? He jumped from the second rope to the top rope and then did this giant jumping thing. And you're like, oh, yeah. his knee is so hurt. Was oh, like, oh, God. His knee hurts. All right, Omega. I have to watch you enough on the shitty... Or not Omega. God. Osprey, I got to watch you enough on fucking New Japan for this bullshit. Yeah. But we so, get we get El Idolo, though. And, that's all that matters. And his iPad. Well, at, it, it's... it's um, The assistant came out first. Yes. And something happened... Excuse me. Something happened to the assistant... I forget. Maybe he got hit by Sting. He came. Yeah, I think yeah, Sting, Sting started beating. Sting the shit grabbed him yeah. and beat him up, and then. But we also, after the match, then get Matt Hardy Man, out there. Matt Hardy and Andrade are are on the same page here. Yes, they are. It's so good. And I'm sorry, I'm really digging anything that's at because Matt Hardy's. Uh, let's be honest, he's a fucking idiot, and he does it so well. Yeah. Like I love. He's just so like. Oh my. god. God, he's such a fucking idiot. I love watching it. Good stuff. I thought this was yeah, it was good. Made um, me happy. I guess we're getting Matt Hardy <laughs> versus uh, uh, Sammy Guevara, I guess. Who's the guy he's wrestling? Who was the guy he was beating know. up? It wasn't Sammy, was it? Yeah, it was Sammy. Well, it was, they were beating him all up. I, I, I think, I think he was on top of him, pummeling him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't Who knows? Yeah, he was. He definitely was. But I don't know what we're – we'll see how this plays out this week because I'm kind of – because you also have, like, the chance of a uh, of a triple threat. You have all kinds of different little things that could happen here. So I don't know what they're going to do. 
Um, I do hope, honestly, that what there's <laughs> I'm about 50 50. Whatever they do, I almost I 50 percent of me doesn't want Matt Hardy involved in it because the guy can't move worth the shit. But then the other half of me wants him involved, wants him involved in whatever, because he moves so badly. It's a fucking riot. to watch him try to work. Yes. This frizzy ass <laughs> hair, overprocessed hair and him yeah. not being able to move. I love it. Yeah. It's lack of hips. Yes. <laughs> no hip. No hip, Matt Hardy. You think it's just like like he's like a potato with two uh, sticks stuck in the bottom of it? That's how he moves? Yeah. It's a potato head doll. Wobbling. All right, let's move on to Rampage. We already covered the one match. Um, face of the Revolution qualifying match. Dante Martin versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Powerhouse Hobbs wins. Dante Martin looked good in this. Dante Martin's uh, tag partner comes back, right? Thoughts, Chris? Uh, I love this. Yeah. I love where they're going with this face of the revolution. You got three dudes in there, and they're all giant. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I really like this match. You know, I mean, there's really not much to say. Dante Martin always, it's like he does shit, and you're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, I see him do things. I turned away for a minute, and I turned back, and he's corkscrewing 50 feet in the air to land on Powerhouse Hobbs. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, insane. Yeah, so he's he's a hell of an athlete, and he's uh, really fun to watch. His face, his mannerisms betray his wrestling style because he's always kind of, like, defeated looking. Yeah, he's, he's a baby he's, face. He's kind of like, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, then he comes out, and he's all over the place. But, no, I like I like this match a lot. And I was glad Powerhouse Hobbs. I fucking love Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, we're all on Powerhouse. has got a great Ho- look. Powerhouse. And, yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah. Um... The Professor's Five Minute Rookie Challenge. Unsurprisingly, <laughs> Serena D beat poor woman beat this poor woman to death. Angelica Risk, <laughs> high risk getting into the ring. Oh with man, this is good though. I mean, I like this. They're uh, building, they're building, they're building. Thoughts? Yeah. Um, she just gonna mean, come back, I guess, f- flying into the ring to beat her up. I, I don't know what the fuck is. This happen. is. This is a, such a, we talk about this all the time, man. And it was, you know, part of the art that has been lost, uh, since the, definitely the eighties and a little bit into the nineties is the fucking squash. Um, cause what people don't realize is, you know, when you and I would watch the squash matches on Saturday afternoons when we were kids, it was watching the dude, like seeing the star. That was part of it. But a big part of it was fucking watching these guys get beat up. It just, you know, it just just like looking at him and go, oh, my God, look at this fucking dude. And that's what I thought when I saw. And what was it Angelica risk risk and I was board just, game? I, I was like, oh, no. And yeah, she just got her ass handed to her and it was fucking tremendous. It's definitely a moment, like you said, with the the old school uh, watching Sid Justice beat the shit out of some chubby guy in a fucking unitard. Um, as soon as they said her name and they showed her, she was like, yeah, let's go. All right. And you're just like, oh, my God. So it's going to be so bad. It's going to be so bad. It's going to be so bad. And, and getting the shit kicked out of her. It was really good. I enjoyed this. Jay White. Definitely. Jay White's uh, debut. On AEW, he gets against Trent Beretta. Thoughts? This is good. 
Yeah, it was a good match. I mean, obviously, we know where it's going. Uh, but it was cool to see Jay White on a major television show in the U.S. Yes. On a major network. He's a hell of a fucking one. I mean, we, you and I watched him since he was a young boy. Mm-hmm. Young boy. And, yeah, and um, just to see where he's at now. I mean, this is this dude's fun. And we knew it back then, right? I mean, like, you could tell when he was a young lion that he was going to be somebody. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was a hell of a fucking match. So I really enjoyed this. I was kind of like, oh, is this going to be Because, like, Trent Beretta, he's just like a dude. He is, yeah. I know he's big you know, with I the mean, fan base, but he's just kind of a dude. He's a mid-face he's baby just, face. Or yeah. Mid-card baby face. He's a mid-face yeah. baby card. Baby card mid-face. But good to see uh, Jay White, and um, hopefully we get something good, maybe an Orange Cassidy match. And uh, hopefully we'll see Jay White at Revolution or whatever the pay-per-view is. That would be lovely. Yes. There you go. Two pretty okay pretty good matches or episodes of aw this week we got a good week of wrestling. yeah i will say this if you don't mind yes, I, sir, I was yes, thinking sir. about this today i think because they did this the slam dunk and they showed it earlier mm-hmm. it was actually aired at seven o'clock or something on uh oh, right. I've got on friday on yeah. friday night yeah it was an early show because they had all-star stuff i really think i mean and who knows maybe they tried to do this and they couldn't but i think they really kind of missed an opportunity to just really shoot it and then like get some rub off the nba by maybe doing a show in Cleveland early on Friday, if they were able to do it, maybe they wanted to, and they just couldn't. Are you talking about when they were in Cleveland? No, no, no. I mean, like being able to try to get back into some place in the Cleveland area to get, to get, because you would have had, I think they missed an opportunity. Like I said, maybe they tried and they couldn't do it, but I just think they maybe missed an opportunity to get a bunch of NBA dudes in the front row. Cause as we all know, Pro sport, pro athletes love fucking going to wrestling. So I don't know. I just thought it would have been. I I, I think they had because it was. I'm sorry, it was the All Star Weekend for the NBA. I think that they, you know, maybe missed an opportunity there as Wait, to piggyback off of that. But they? whatever. I mean, it's just something I noticed. It, it, they were in Nashville. I guess right? it's not that far maybe, from. Well, back. maybe you do. Maybe you try to get the live show. Maybe you do a two. Maybe you try to do a two hour uh rampage and good live show on a friday i mean just to, I'm, I'm sure the logistics were a fucking nightmare i'm just saying i think they really i, I was surprised that they, i should say i was surprised that they didn't try to link the two up in some way shape or form whatever like i said maybe nothing was available for them but they weren't in the same city well right but you can you can not do or you can do a show on friday if you get a, if you get a place to do a show in cleveland on a friday Oh, you're saying like right. something that's not a, not rampage, yeah. right? Exactly, or even have like you know whatever, yeah, something that's not rampage. I was surprised that they didn't do something. You know how like uh, NXT would do shit at the Arnold Classic, right, right, right? Right. Like they would they would try to attach themselves up to the to the other um to the other products on the on the tele on the on the network, right? I'm surprised they didn't do anything in Cleveland at all on gotcha. Friday okay. or Saturday. I was a little confused yeah. where you See were what going. I'm saying? So you're yeah, saying, I'm, yeah, I'm, both, I'm, show, both shows are broadcast by uh, TBS, TNT. Why not try to get them meshed together in some kind of melange? All right, so I'm going to interrupt you real quick again, too. So we have a stray cat. I don't want to say issue. We have stray cats in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You're in a kind and of one of them, area. Yeah, and one of them is – Standing right out my back door, staring at me through my sliding glass door right now. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing it quite often don't for the last couple of days. Whatever you do. No, don't get never leave. me. Get the hell out of here. So, but he's looking. He wants in. He wants to know what's going on in here. Ah, he just ran away. You scared him away. 
right, do you want to talk about next week's here. episode or do you want to talk about the uh, pay-per-view first? Why don't we talk about next week's episode? Okay, first. next week's we'll episode. Work to the so what do we got? Live from Bridgeport, Connecticut. Ooh, they're in Vince's we're in your backyard, Vince. Yeah. Tag team battle royal. Uh, determine one of the teams who will be part of the AEW Tag Team Championship match at AEW Revolution. Young Bucks, Red Dragon, 2.0, Proud and Powerful, and many other teams are going to take part. Stokes? That's going to be a fucking mess, but it's a means to an end. Let's see. I want to see how many bat- how many screw-ups they have. I'm a big fan. Oh, Battle Royals at the pits. Yeah. House of Black and Pac. No, House of Black versus Pac and Penta. Seattle Miedo. So they they, um, teased another member of the House of the Black Throne. And it sure as hell looked like Buddy Murphy. Oh, okay. I didn't notice that. Yeah, they did a promo. I think it was on Rampage. Okay. Sure as hell looked like Buddy Murphy back there. Thoughts? Buddy Murphy's a lot of fun, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, but uh, do we know what his I'm name more is interest- in the Indies? Is he still Buddy Murphy? I have no idea. I'll find out. Go ahead. But I'm more interested in what alternate personality Penta is digging up. Oh, a couple weeks ago he was digging up something. Is he coming back as the Ninja? I hope so. Death Ninja. That'd be great. Skeleton maybe with Breaker. His, maybe with El Maestro. That'd be nice. Remember? Uh, Maybe get a little... I don't want Vampiro. I don't want Vampiro throwing tacks. Oh, please. Although that was a great storyline. I don't want to see Vampiro. No, 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 no. Buddy Matthews he's wrestling as. Buddy Matthews. Buddy Matthews. That fits really well in with um, Malachi (laughs) Black. Malachi Black. uh, Brody King and Buddy Matthews, your suburban neighbor. I'm Malachi. This is Brody, and this is our friend. Hey, how you doing? I'm Buddy. I'm Buddy Matthew. I'm Buddy. How you doing? <laughs> like it. I wonder what his like name's going to be. Vampiro. <laughs> oh, God, it's Vampiro comes out. Uh, can't move. Yeah. They did a Triple uh, A show, I think, was this past weekend, and uh, El Phoenix. Phoenix was back, was there. Like trying to run into the ring and fuck shit up, but he's injured. So, is he going to be in this? Who knows? Uh, gonna, you know, these Buddy g- Matthews is going to Buddy, this Buddy is our Ma- friend. This is our third. His name. Hey, I'm Buddy. It's like fucking. This is like what we do in the shadows. If he comes out like by his name's Buddy. Yeah. This is like Colin Robinson. This is yes, he's Colin Robinson. Like, he's the Colin, Colin Robinson. Robinson. He's the Colin Robinson. Robinson of the crew. That's who he is. Yeah. Hey, uh, how you doing? He doesn't actually wrestle. He just tells really boring stories and sucks the energy out of him. <laughs> You'll see him in the crowd, like with his glowing eyes. Which, which, which I find quite disturbing whenever you catch him in the background. So yeah, crazy. it's yeah. creepy yeah. as hell. Chris Jericho and right. Eddie Kingston face off. We talked about this. We're stoked on this. Yeah, flush this right down the toilet. <laughs> TBS Championship match. Matt Hardy has answered Jade Cargill. Mind you, I'm on itnwwe.com. I'll try that again. Matt Hardy has answered Jade Cargill's open challenge with a 
HFO's bunny set to take on the TBS champion. Okay, we asked for it. Somebody that can work against Jade Cargill. We're going to get it. Here we go. Thoughts? We'll see what happens, right? Like I said, Jade Cargill is still at that point where I think she needs somebody not only to be, somebody's got to carry her to a point. I mean, it's, some of these matches have not been pretty. Um, okay. So I'm, I agree with you, by the way. Um, I'm looking at there later on. They have House of Black, Malakia Black. Malakia. Malakia. Malikia. Malikia. Malikali. Malikala. All right. So what do we have here? We got the Young Bucks. 2.0, Red Dragon, FTR, Proud and Powerful, Best Friends, Butcher and a Blade, Private Party, John Silver and Alex Reynolds, and my favorite, The Gun Club. That's who we have in the tag thing. So there you go. There you go. Mess. All right. Here we go. Uh, so Revolution, it's March 6th, so that's what, two full weeks? Two, two Sundays. Two Sundays. Week and a half? Yeah. Here's what we got so far. Face of the Revolution ladder match. So far we got Keith Lee versus Wardlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs. And then we got TBD, TBD, TBD coming. Meaty men slapping meat. It's going to be fun. Yep. Breaking ladders. So I guess the smaller guy, we're going to have to have smaller guys win these other matches. Just to have guys to catch. Yeah. Right? I guess. I don't know who's in the other matches, so we'll see. Yeah, they didn't announce them yet. They'll have to have one on, uh, yeah, two on Wednesdays or whatever they'll do. One on we'll Wednesday, see. One on Friday. No, it'll be tomorrow, Friday, and then Wednesday. They'll have another one, right? Yeah. Three dudes. Yeah, there you go. Three dudes. Uh, Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Lich Source with Christian Cage versus TBD and TBD. So are they having two ladder matches, or it's the two teams remaining get through? Let's see. No, I... I think I think it's the battle royal. Two teams remaining. The last two people in the battle royal. Their team gets through. So anybody can be thrown out of the battle royal. Right. So if you're if you're a member of your team gets thrown out, are you also eliminated? Yes. Okay. Oh, I don't. That I don't know. Yeah, Maybe not. It, no. It might not be. I think everybody's no. just in it. Yeah. We should knows? make it a lumber match. Lumberjack match. They're fun. They should make it a lumberjack battle royal. That would be fucking great. There'd be so many dudes. <laughs> thirty man lumberjack battle royal with thirty battle dudes royal. outside the ring. War game style. Mm-hmm. In a cage. With cages with a roof. and dudes around the cage. Yeah. Oh, my God. Horrific. Dog collar match. CM Punk versus MJF. We're stoked on that. Yes. Singles match for the AEW World, uh, Women's World Championship. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. So it's, a, it's official. We're getting this. Thoughts? I think we're in that position that Brandon complains about constantly, and I agree with him that they get these champions that are champion for way too fucking long. I'm there with Britt Baker. This joke is old at this point. I'm just done with it. I mean, really. I just think there's more options with Thunder Rosa as your champ for more exciting matchups. And, of course, oh, we're, yeah. we're behind Thunder Rosa because we really like her. Right. I don't dislike Britt Baker, but as you said, it's – run its course there's only a couple baby faces that are believable two of them are in japan right now one does one broke her collarbone so yeah i think thunder rosa you get you get more options for some uh some interesting matchups and i'm into it thunder rosa versus jamie hater would be fun you can throw the bunny in there again yeah i mean yeah i agree with you yeah. uh, you know the thing about Britt baker is is that like 
you know, she's fantastic as a character. She's good on the mic. You know, she's a great heel. But how many times could you keep a belt because you cheat? It just gets old after a while. And that's how they seem to do it with all their heels, which is just like, oh, now, look, if you're MJF, you punch somebody with that ring every fuck every match you're in. Right. But he's a shit bag. Right. So it just feeds into that because eventually there's going to be a comeuppance, which I assume we're going to get at the pay-per-view. But like with fucking uh, Britt Baker, Britt Baker, where it's like, you know, you have the dummies and then the dummies come down and then the bad guys, the, the baby faces foil the dummy plan because they're dipshits and they can't get anything done. And then the then the heel actually takes advantage of it. And then she wins. It's every time she's in the ring and it's just old at this point. Yeah. You know. Do love Britt Baker, but I'm ready for a change. Yeah, I don't so know do what's going to happen yeah. yet, though. <laughs> a little worried it's not going. Well, what I want is I want honestly, and this isn't going to happen, but I was thinking this the other day. You just get like you know, because Britt Baker's like a shitbag heel, and you have um, uh, you have Serena Deeb fucking tear through everybody, including the shitbag heel fucking champion, and win the title. I think I think so. Well, no, I don't think she's gonna. I think we're gonna get Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. No, I agree. I'm just saying, like, I would love to see, like, a fucking – one of those two. But I, I would love to see, like, you know, you're a bad guy. You're a shitbag. Well, I'm a fucking bigger shitbag. I'm a bigger asshole, and I'm tougher than you. They, they cheer Britt Baker anyway. Okay. Yeah, I know. She's babyface. Mm. Hangman Adam Page it's... versus – go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's Facey Babe? Hangman Adam this. Page versus Adam Cole for singles match for the AEW World Championship. I guess we'll go over this next week. We'll do the whole card. We know what it is. Chris. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> um, I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I could have used a break from Adam Cole, I think. You know, he came got, right from a, WWE break. to he this. on Dark and Rampage for a little while. And... I don't know. I could have used a year off. You know, we're back. We're, you, you understand what you just I mean, look, I could have used it. I'm just saying it that, also like, doesn't help that we watched NXT at the beginning of recording yeah. this thing and we were yeah. watching AW. So we had a smooth transition into nonstop Adam Cole. Just he left one. Went, I get it. Yeah. Well, he left one, went to another and he came into the other promotion exactly the way he left with the same, same hanging out with the same, same dudes. dudes he's hanging out with the same dudes it's just like oh god you know and that that i wanted to talk i forgot to say that earlier the dynamic between the two tag teams the young bucks and red dragon is just like you know it's this fucking forced fucking guardians of the galaxy we're just gonna argue constantly about dumb shit just like oh god give me a fucking break just had it do we think adam colt's winning this I don't think so. No. No. All right, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this seed in your head. Okay. Jay White's gonna screw over Adam Cole. Oh, I think 100%. That's just the seed. We don't know yet. We'll see where the story goes before. It's a little early to be predicting that since he just showed up. Yeah, but he's kind of going through and kicking people out of the Bullet Club. Yep. I'm into it. I like it. Yeah. Same here. Mm Hmm. All right, anything else you want to talk about? No, I think we covered it. So what do we got? The Stardom Show, Kamitani versus Natsupoi. That'll be a title match. We could Starlight Kid and Izumi. That should be fucking insane. We got a couple things we'll check out once that's streaming. Cool. Of 
course, I will uh, I will have vetted all all matches. Yes. There's also all kinds of drama. Like last year, it was kind of like personal drama. This year, we got uh, faction drama in Stardom. So a lot of people brawling with each other with prominence coming in. They're basically a faction coming in and brawling. Should be fun. This should be a fun show. There's a lot of good matches on it. Um, but that's it. AW two weeks. We got the pay per view. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I think. Yeah, I think we didn't. Did anything crazy happen? No. Anything at WWE? Oh, I, I will tell show? you. Go ahead. Yeah, I will tell you this though. I, I I'm glad that I just remembered. I know nothing about the Saudi show. I know Brock Lesnar is right. a champion again. Um, but I will tell you this. I loved that. You know because um. The Saudi Arabia is such a wonderful company uh, country that women can't uh, they have to wear clothes that cover their entire body mm-hmm. and they have to be um, home by dark too. They have to be home by dark. Yeah, it's a wonderful place to be doing fucking business with. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I will Ronda Rousey showing up in her uh, ju- uh, judo gi was fucking it's brilliant. pretty cool. Loved it. Yeah, it's pretty loved cool. Loved it. Yeah. Everything I've read about it, I mean, I didn't watch a minute of it, so this is other people's observation is that the Men's uh, elimination chamber match was was terrible, but Brock Lesnar kicked the door in, and it was all his idea. W- did you see Brock on? A, uh, did you catch Brock on um on a, a announcer guy kicker dude's show? Smashing the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, do me a favor, don't break the table, and he just breaks the table. <laughs> What what I want to know is what led to him saying, do me a favor, don't break the table, don't break the table. He was like leaning all over it, and he was fucking with it, and he was moving the, and then he just ripped it apart. I'm going to check that. I'll check that out when I get some time. Apparently, it was very entertaining. Good. This this version of Brock, this uh, self-aware version of Brock, apparently is yeah pretty awesome. But it's not going to make me watch WWE. I'm sorry. I'll watch no, all the podcasts. I'll listen to all the podcasts and watch all the stuff about it, but I won't I won't watch it in a minute of it. Just yeah, that. I mean, and it's, especially since the guy you're talking about that you like to see, this self-aware version of Brock Lesnar shows up once, you know, doesn't he's not active on every single episode. So right. what the fuck is the point? Right. Right? I think he's SmackDown only right now. Is he a SmackDown champ? No. No, no. That's, Roman that's still Roman Stone. Yeah. yeah, he's showing. Supposedly I'll never watch show up Raw. SmackDown on Friday night. I will never, ever watch Raw again. I don't it's care how many around. people say it's good, and they don't. But if somebody's like, oh, Raw is so good right now. No, I'm not watching three hours of that. No fucking well, way. I'll be honest with you. I was driving the truck today, and I was thinking to myself, like, you know, these things go in cycles. Will we ever watch? I can't. Can you ever see this getting better? No, we talked about it. What was it, last week we talked about it's it? Like, it's it's a dead duck. Brandon said it. He's like, this is, it's gone. This is a company that's getting set up to sell. Yeah. Like, just. Yeah. And then the, and then the model will change. Yeah. You know, and if it is bought, because Disney is streaming it overseas. Yes, they are. If it is bought by India, Disney. I think they're streaming it in India. India. Yeah. If it's bought by Disney, Disney knows Disney is there to make money. So Disney does what will it do. First of all, whatever contract they have with USA, USA and Fox is gone because they'll probably end up just streaming it on fucking Disney Plus. Yeah. Or maybe showing things from time to time on uh, ESPN, ESPN Plus or ABC, right? that's where it'll go. It'll go to their properties. And um, if it means to do all your big business overseas in India, which they're fucking huge, right? that's what they'll do. You know, they don't – they're there to make money. 
It's one of these interesting markets. India is a huge pro wrestling market. It's surprising that they weren't able to crack into China yet. WWE. Well, they were trying to. Yeah, they were. Cause remember Cena was over there and yeah, doing all the speaking of Mandarin and everything. Very interesting. They won't buy into. They don't think pro wrestling. Is, they're like, nah, man, it's not real. The government tells me he's real, but. <laughs> well, that was the thing too. Remember when John? We never really talked about John Cena getting so much fucking heat for apologizing. Because he mentioned, and, well, he mentioned Taiwan as a nation. Right. And China Which, got mad. You know, and China got mad. But like, you know, what kind of position was? I feel bad for that dude. Yeah. Because that was, you know, you. I mean, you know this. That if he didn't apologize for that Fast and Furious 6 or whatever it was, wasn't getting shown in that country. Right. That was it. Mm-hmm. Right? So what does Paramount do? Paramount turns to him and says, you got to go apologize or we're suing you for all the revenue that you're losing right. over there. We're going to hold you responsible for it, which means you're never going to do another Paramount project uh, project again. And he was probably like, I'll do it. Right. I'll apologize. I mean, yeah, it's a you know, he was probably it. under so many, yeah, so many contractual obligations where they probably just nailed him to the wall about it. That's a podcast. That's like, an entire fuck. podcast series you can do about uh, yeah. China's, you know, influence on modern yes. American fucking I entertainment. It's, I know. <laughs> the it's, NBA. It's Jesus insanity. The NBA, the only person that, that was a guy, he actually works for the Sixers, the guy that said that we shouldn't be pandering to the Chinese. Yeah, what is He's it? a, what was his name? I, I'm not. I can't remember his name. I'll see if I can he, find him. Yeah, he is. He was a front office guy for Houston. Right. And the Sixers ended up scooping him up. I don't know enough about basketball to really get into who he was or what he did. The only person that stood up for him was fucking Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal came out and basically said, if I'm not mistaken, I could be completely wrong, but he was basically saying like, why are we kowtowing to this? Oh, why are we apologizing? I just to went this? on some kind of white like. White supremacist website on accident. Oh, uh, enable cookies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's uh, the National Review. I believe the National Review is like right wing stuff. Oh, no, whatever. It gives you the answer as to who he is. What's the difference? I can't find it. I don't care really. All right, doesn't matter. Who cares? Trump rips yeah. NBA. Yeah, I don't really want to be diving into this. I'll get ads for the NBA constantly. And yeah, no, you can fuck. Oh, God, don't, don't even do it. Hey, listeners, tell us who this guy is. <laughs> Send us hate in Send your us hate, hate email. Mail. Tell us how we pander to the Chinese. Send us hate mail and tell us how we pander to the Chinese. Exactly. Jim panders to the Japanese by covering uh, stardom. Yeah. What do you got on? You got uh, any uh, wrestling gear on today? No, nah, I have my new my Bounce Studios uh, comfy sweatshirt. It's like 22 years old. Oh, nice. That's a good one. She rules. She does rule. I can't see her, her anymore. She's in WWE. I gotta watch it. <laughs> All my favorites go to WWE. I can't see him. He was Shirai. Saray. Mm-hmm. All right, pig. Welcome back, Kyrie. All right, let's get out of here. Yep. Thanks for joining us this week. And join us here every week on uh, Wrestling is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. Follow us on YouTube. Wrestling is Hard Productions. For Brandon, who is working so hard in his warehouse to death. He's got so many spreadsheets open. <laughs> Poor fucking guy. Oh, salary work. And for Chris, I'm Jim, and we'll be back here next week.